Does the word frugal scare you? Perhaps it has a negative connotation around it. What if I told you that being frugal can actually be quite fun and rewarding? I'm sure you have a friend or know someone that's making more or twice as much than you, right? I'm sure you do. But good news, your fate is not set. Even if you aren't making as much as him or her, you can still come out ahead. It's time to start winning at the game of money. And today, we are going to show you exactly how to do it. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. Okay, in today's story, Dave's going to talk a little bit about how you can save more even when perhaps you're not making as much. Sure, it's great to to earn more money and we definitely encourage you to try and get that raise at work or try and have that side hustle. In fact, I do as well. But it's important to be smart with that money that you do make. So Dave, go ahead and get started. Hello again, friends. Earn more, spend less. Nate just talked about that. And sure, that's easy enough, right? I think at this point in our lives, we've all heard that phrase. Another one we've heard, though, it's regarding the stock market, and it says, buy low, sell high. Today, I'm going to share a story about a person that only did half of that first phrase, earn more, spend less, and they still won with money. That person is me. And as you can guess, it's not the earn more that I'm going to talk about. It's the spend less. Here is how I was able to succeed with money and become financially independent, retiring at 55, all the while earning a very normal, average salary. I unfortunately didn't have the good fortune to earn a high salary during my career in retail, but I did spend less. That was partly because of necessity. My income was nothing to brag about. And partly I found it a challenge to find ways to save. It was almost like a game for you, right? You, you wanted to see how much you could save in a month, right? Yeah, actually, I think that's what it was. It wasn't a conscious game, but I just enjoy trying to figure out how I can save a buck. And it probably is because I didn't really have a lot of income coming in, so I needed to be careful with my money. But I did find it a joy to figure out ways to save. Now, I guess I got to get this out of the, uh, out of the way. And I'm sure some of my friends probably called me cheap, but I would absolutely not say that I was. I would say I was frugal. And there are various degrees of being frugal, and some practices are cheap. You can go online and read lots of stories about these miserly people that do crazy things to save money. And I'm not that person. At least I hope I'm not. I would be probably be counted as one of them from time to time. However, I would not describe myself that way as a whole. As I mentioned, I needed to be frugal to be able to pay the rent and eventually making the mortgage payment and to feed the family. One example that I was careful on and worked on to pay less was insurance. 
every two or three years when it's time to renew my auto insurance or homeowner's insurance, I would check the competition. Now, here's the thing. You that have insurance, and most everyone does, you probably have an agent that you see from time to time and you pay the bill with them and they're great. However, there are many others out there that would love to have your business and the kicker is they'll charge you less for that exact same insurance, sometimes much less for the same exact coverage. So don't get too friendly with your agent. Then it will be easier to switch to a lower cost provider. What if you saved $400 by just calling another auto insurance agent for a quote? Would that get you excited? And not only that, it's easier than ever to switch, right? Now that everything's online, you don't even necessarily need to call your agent, especially for some of these big insurance companies. You know, you can just do a quick comparison, just like you would a car, just like an auto comparison. You can find the quickest, the best agent and the best insurance company. And we're not saying, you know, you just find any, the cheapest one, because cheap doesn't always mean better. You do have to read the reviews. You do have to make sure that it's a a good, reputable company. But in many cases, the reason that you found out about them is because maybe they paid so much for marketing or they're working so hard to get business that they become a little bit more expensive. So just uh, to add on to what Nate said, it does take a little bit of work on your part to do this. And I think what happens to many of us, we just kind of get into uh, a rut, so to speak. We, oh yeah, I've got my car insurance. I've had it with such and such insurance company for 10 years. They're great. And what I'm saying to you is to think differently about your expenses. By being frugal, by thinking differently about, in this case, auto insurance. And it takes a little bit of effort. And I have emphasized that in the previous podcast, that changing your behavior in finance It does take a little work, but as you can see, if you could just every two or three years decide, okay, my insurance policy is coming up, let's just say next month. Let's take a half hour, let's take an hour this month, call around to two or three places and see for the exact same coverage, what will you give me for my coverage? I would almost guarantee you that you're going to save money by doing that. The main thing is, Live with intentionality and think about where you're spending your money. All you have to do is print out your credit card bill or your checking account and just be reviewing it. Again, we mentioned Mint in a previous episode. There's plenty of ways to see exactly how much you're spending in a restaurant, on insurance, on cable, every little expense because as we know, the subscriptions add up. Let's get to the points of emphasis. What are the three points that we want you, the listener, to know? All right. The first one that I want to talk about today is being frugal is a mindset. Know where your money goes via a monthly budget. Question every purchase. Think differently about money. This is simply a change to your identity. You are a frugal person. You aren't a big spender. You can tell yourself that. and. Without getting too woo-woo, that is truly what we believe. How you think about yourself will define the decisions that you make. But if you tell yourself that I'm someone who keeps a budget, that I am someone that is frugal in all circumstances, suddenly you start to think differently about how you spend your money. Absolutely right. 
The second one in this uh, point to emphasize is being frugal will change your financial life for the better. Over time, you will begin to enjoy winning the money game. The third one is being frugal can be fun in its own right. It's fun winning against the big guys. And now that is very rewarding. When you buy a car at your auto dealer or the insurance company, as I mentioned earlier, furniture stores, and so on and so forth, where you can beat those guys by negotiating the price or shopping around for a better price. It's never been easier to shop around for the best price online. Exactly. And I love how you mentioned that, again, being frugal doesn't have to be a negative thing where you think, well, I'm not living as much. Right. It's a game. You can win in this game. You can enjoy the process. It's fun to see how much you have saved after a year or two years or five years. It's going to be amazing to see you know, what you can do by just questioning maybe something that you've never questioned before which is not just accepting the first price that they give you at the auto dealer or, again, the insurance company or even what you're paying at the furniture store. So now it's time to take action. I'm going to give you just one more example, and this is a real good one that you could do and really save money on your budget. There are many places to improve to reduce your monthly expenses. And as I mentioned uh, just prior to this, insurance is one of them. But how about another one that I'm sure you're paying for? Your cell phone. Do you really need to have the latest phone in the market? At this point in telephone technology, the next generation does not change that much. A two-year-old phone would probably work absolutely great, and it will save you a ton of money. If you think about it, and don't think too long, buying the newest Bling phone is just a status thing. So you can say to your friends, hey, look at my new phone. You, of course, can do what you want to do. But if you want to win with money, you'll stay with that two-year-old phone. The same goes with phone plans. There is a huge price difference in plans today. And just like having the right phone, having the right company can be a status symbol. It's funny, too, because most people nowadays They don't hardly even talk on the phone. They're either sending text messages, well, really, that's, or they're browsing the internet or checking email. And to be honest, I've used various different carriers and I'm using a lower cost one now. I haven't noticed really a drop in service at all, but it's not that main name brand carrier that everyone thinks of when they think of a cell phone. So, As I mentioned, if you can get over the idea of the status symbol to have the phone that everybody has to have, you're going to win with money. And that's a mindset. That's a change in your behavior. And again, remember we talked about behavior. Finance or money is 80% behavior and 20% education. So if you can get over that idea that I absolutely have to have the latest phone in this example, you're going to win with money. Exactly. And uh, the funny thing is too, six months ago, that phone that you have was the most incredible, amazing phone ever. And then of course, now, six months later, it's like, well, that phone's old and it's not the coolest. And you know, it only has three cameras on it and you can only record in 1080 HD at this level compared to this brand new phone, which now has four cameras on it. And so the point is the technology has advanced so much 
that if you just go one step below or two steps below, you're really not giving up that much. So as you can guess, for me, I could care less about that kind of stuff. You know, I like to have a nice phone and I do have a nice phone. It works great, but I don't need to have the latest one. And maybe you're like me. And if you are, you're going to see a difference in your savings habits and you're going to win with money. In my case, I pay less than half of what my family pay for my phone services. And my phone does everything that theirs does. The difference is I save $600 a year. Now combine that with my wife's phone and I'm saving over $1,000 a year. Now that gets frugal Mr. Average excited. The things I can do with an extra $1,000 a year, right? Absolutely. So what would you say, Dave, is one thing that we want you, the listener, to take home? Well, it's actually a phrase that Steve Jobs from Apple created in one of his advertising campaigns. And I have said it several times in my podcast, but I want you to think differently. And in this case, and it's what this podcast is about, I want you to think differently about money and do some of these things I've shared. If you do, your life will begin to be transformed financially. That just about wraps up today's episode. We do have a very short, simple Bible verse for you that Dave's going to read. But first, we want to tell you a little bit about the next episode. I don't want to be too depressing here, but have you ever thought about what happens when you die? Do you have a loved one or a family member in your life that would be scrambling for answers if you did? My guess is you have someone that loves you, or at least we hope you do. In the next episode, we will share about how you can prepare for the future and provide for your loved ones in case of that untimely death. All right, Dave, so go ahead and leave us with today's scripture verse. All right, this verse is from Ecclesiastes 9.10a. And what I mean by that is just the first part of verse 10. Whatever you do, do well. Once again, whatever you do, do well.